It's Coffee Quad Time! now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Riekerd, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good Wednesday morning to you this May. Is it May the 12th already? Yep. I think so. Anyway, May 12th, 2021. Hope you're doing well today. We're going to break script for just a second here. And Chris, can you pull in... Beth Mullen, because we want to see if we can get a Gale update. Everybody's concerned about Gale, so I don't want to get Beth pushed to the last here. Yes. I just asked her to mute. So yeah, I was I trying to get to Yeah, you're unmuted. Yes. Yeah, uh, I did hear that. Uh, I hope I can hold up. <laughs> Gale's in the hospital for... Um, Gallstones, kidney stone. I'm sounding awful on the air. That's okay. Just calm. We're, we're all here. We understand, Beth. She also got um, diverticulitis, and Sunday night I found out that she was she she her breathing her breathing was labored. Her brother called me Sunday night, told me that she has sepsis. 
and I think she got out of ICU yesterday, and I don't know now. I haven't heard any more. But she was she's on a BiPAP right now. I know last night she was anyway, but I haven't heard any more from her brother or her PCA this morning. I guess she went into the hospital late Saturday night. I didn't really ask what time when her PCA called me on Sunday morning. But boy, this has just been kind of a hard time. Yeah, we understand. We just thought if we could get an update because I have lots of people asking about Gail. I kind of figured a bunch of people would be asking because I, I figured Tim probably told you some the other day too. I was, if that'd be the case, I was hoping he would. But I know she's definitely. Thanks for thanks for your help with it too, Tim. Appreciate that. But I when when her PCA Wendy called me. Sunday morning to let me know that she had taken Gail to the hospital and told me about the gallstones, the kidney stone, and she said diverticuli, but I wonder if she'd meant diverticulitis. And I was like, oh my gosh, whoa. But the worst thing is the sepsis, because that, that if not treated properly, it can be fatal. So let's hope that everything is working for her, uh, Beth. And we do understand because it is, it, you know, you guys have been friends for so many years. That we have. When she was in the sixth grade and I was in the first, since 1963, so it, we, uh, we do go back quite a ways. <laughs> we knew something was wrong when we didn't hear from her Monday morning because she always requests along about 8.30 or 8.40. I know, and, and really I didn't, I wish in some ways that I would have called you, Tim, on Monday morning. I'm sorry, I, I did, or did I call then? I'm trying to recall. Maybe, you called maybe, me Sunday morning. Oh, Sunday morning I knew, but then... <laughs> Then what, did I call you though to let you know about her having sepsis? Yeah, I, I saw it in the email. Yeah. yeah. So. So, but all we can do is just keep, hopefully, praying for her. Yesterday, I played all her requests from the week before, oh. and 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 Gail's honor and some more songs that that she likes, and so, but would. Just keep us posted. You know, I definitely, I definitely want to do that. I for sure want to keep you posted. And I, I knew that eventually I was thinking I'd raise my hand right away. But then when you said that you were going to break script for a bit, I was thinking, right. oh, my goodness. <laughs> yep, I'm going to put you on the spot first. So that, <laughs> oh, I'm glad you did. <laughs> well, I just wanted to do it so we we could get the information as soon as possible and you know not make you have to to wait and that kind of stuff so thank you so much beth i'm wondering will i be able to or should i wait till a little later to talk about the neat thing that's going to be going on in the next oh no go ahead and do that now oh okay i just wanted to okay because i know that i'm pretty sure it's next week that we're going to have our universal yums well it's actually on the 20th if I read that correctly but um, there's something really awesome that we did last week we ended up uh, watching a documentary on this Dorothy Moulter and how she makes root beer and then afterwards we went into our activities room and a bunch of us made some root beer and yesterday we had we each had a couple of little cups of it and it tasted just exactly like root beer that that I used to have years ago and I was thinking now that is 
Way cool. Well, now then, that was cool. How did you make it? Um, we, we used some crystals, some kind of, I think they were, I'm trying to recall what those crystals were called, if they were root beer crystals or what, and then there was a, another thing, there was some, some type of syrup, and of course we put all of this in a big bowl of water, and then afterwards some of uh, the activities director asked who would like to pour some of this, I, I told her I would, so she dipped the me- big measuring cup into the bowl and she had given me a bottle with a funnel on top of it and had me pour that the, some of the root beer into the bottle and just pour it into that funnel and it worked out so good and 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 what we did is we let it we, we let it sit for a couple of days till the bottle would get or until it got harder, you know, the plastic bottles, how squishy they are when these first, when we start out with that stuff. And eventually it was put in the refrigerator for a day and a half. And then yesterday after our bingo games, we got to do this. Excuse me. It was, bless you. It went, and everything went really well with it. And we're going to have some more of it today. So I'm real happy about that. Well, that's so very good, Gail. Keep us posted. Um, well, Thank you so much. And we're going to go back to the regular script now and tell you that, and I'll just speak briefly on myself, we've been really working hard at advocating for ourselves, trying to get our power problem fixed here when it destroyed some of the appliances and really working hard with the insurance company and them not doing anything and not and uh, it's just all kinds of different things but we may have a breakthrough the power and light company or the florida power and light seems to want me to submit something and they seem very positive about the outcome so maybe maybe that'll turn out well our situation in indiana it could delay our trip home we don't know the city doesn't want to take responsibility for the sewer problems under the sidewalk and the street so we're, we're trying to get that problem because the house is you know the way it is now you can't there's nothing you can do so we're going to try to get that problem resolved because otherwise they want almost $10,000 to fix the sewer line problem. So we're trying to work that out. Uh, Jenny, I'll go to you real quick, and we will get to all the hands, I promise. And we have a lot to talk about this morning. Well, things are coming along here. It's 79 today already. So we've had several, what, all last week and this week so far in the 90s. And I see you're going to take your first paratransit ride here in Florida tomorrow. Oh, we yes, both... we go get shot tomorrow. Yep, we, we paid $25 each way the first time to go get a shot. Too bad they didn't have that program in place. They're starting with Lyft and Uber now where they're going to pay up to $15 each way on your... That was amazing. I called and made our reservations this morning. And, of course, I'm used to Indianapolis where you got to wait on hold for half an hour, 45 minutes, and then you got to schedule 
three or four days ahead of time, and you might get a one-way trip if you're lucky, or you might get no trips. And this, this was, you know, he he dialed the number and go through the menu, and the phone rings, and somebody answers, and you get to make reservations. Well, that's, how it is right. in Al- that's how it is in Albany here. Yeah, that's amazing. All right, uh, let's go to Jeff real quick since Jeff just spoke. Oh, well, I can say uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're listening. Everything is good here. Um, they're, uh, my daughter doesn't want to get vaccinated, but she doesn't have a choice. My youngest daughter is going to be, is, is going to be 14 in July, so they're going to be releasing, uh, probably by Thursday, they're going to be releasing the uh, Pfizer shots for kids from the age of 12 to 16. Um, and uh, so I guess that's going to happen. Everything is good. There's really not much going on here in Albany, New York. I, I spent time with my oldest daughter, Meredith. Now, she's 28. She'll be 29 in July. And we went out to dinner. We went out for lunch at the Pearl Street Diner. And I don't know what it is with her. But every time she goes out, I said, why don't you get something? Every time she goes out to eat with me, it's always chicken tenders and French fries. Chicken tenders and French fries. So I don't, I don't quite get that. But then again, but then again, you know, that's the way it is. I had something that I'd never had before, Bill. I had a... a, a a hamburger with macaroni and cheese on top of it. That's different. I've never had that before. So, oh, there you good. go. That's something different to do. Uh, let's go to Dave and Chris in Altoona. Well, we're doing well. Um, it's about 37 degrees here. So, <laughs> uh, but the sun came out, so it might get up into the 50s. They did release that vaccine last night. Oh, oh they did. They? Oh, By okay, the way, good. it's 50 degrees here in Albany, uh, New York, Dave, so it's a huh. bit warmer here. That's unusual a little, for us. A little bit warmer. So are you guys cooking today? Uh, oh, are you having a beef We're roast? We're having roast and potatoes and carrots and stuff like that. It's there already you in go. the Instant Pot. Um, yeah, I've, I've, that that's good. Now, if I pull out a pack of something frozen out of the freezer, and I'm not sure what it is. Do you think Ira could see the package okay? Yes. If Well, if you have packaged it yourself, no. you're going to have to take a guess. But if it's a store package, oh yeah, they can see it. Oh, they can see it good. You might have to flip it over, because sometimes if on those styrofoam trays, sometimes it's on the bottom, sometimes it's on the top. So That's a good hint to know. All right, Mr. Timoni, Mr. Mr. DJs, good. We're going to be doing the 16th anniversary mini show on my country show on Saturday of the Legend, and Mr. Timoni's been here since day one. Good morning. Um, I was going to mention that uh, you were talking about reading packages. I have found that the SuperSense reader works way better than Seeing AI's short text reader. And that is free. It's it's available with with if you get SuperSense, even though you have to pay for all the other features. Oh, the barcode reader is free? No, no the, just the text reader. The text reader. Yeah, that does it. Really. Yeah, it does a pretty good job. They uh, yeah, have really developed really that, and nice. they do a pretty good job. Um, I've done a lot of a lot of trial and and searching on those, and I still prefer the Lookout uh, better than any of them. But SuperSense 
Envision, yeah, uh, they're okay. They they can't quite cut it with barcodes, and you know, but they keep keep getting better, and you know. I wish Envision America would make the barcode database available somehow and make an app so you could use your phone and use their barcodes right. they have but, the instructions of how to cook stuff. Yeah, well, maybe. that's going to come. Maybe not, the, but it will happen eventually. Anything else, Tim, before we go on to Mr. Mike? Oh, I might have a couple songs for you, Bill. Oh, yeah? The show, yeah. Uh, I was thinking about well, all I can say is Ed Norton, and that might <laughs> bring up uh, certain situations, if you know what I mean. He worked, yeah. in, uh, he worked in the sewer. Oh, so. <laughs> that's about where I am, in the sewer. Uh, in the sewer. And I, when we get time, I'm going to talk later in the show about a discovery I'm making, and it's a great one, that has been a benefit of this heart surgery. I'm not kidding. And I thought the doctor was, I thought the doctor was, well, I just didn't know what I thought. But he said, if things go right, this is going to straighten out your blood sugar problems. And it keeps getting lower and lower and lower, like to more normal ranges. And I don't have to worry about it. So we'll see. We're 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 not there well, yet. We've been giving it a stress test lately, so mm. yeah. So if it works in, in all this nonsense, then it's probably going to do pretty well. That is true. Okay, Mister Mike. Oh, good morning, everyone. Uh, I guess the two biggest things here: one, uh, good news for residents, especially blind parents in Indiana. They, Governor just signed SB 259 here, uh, which will require that social workers, uh, Department of Children and Family Services, can't just take your child because it has a disability. They have to prove you have to go through the same steps as they would for anyone else. So no one can just take your child just because you're a blind parent and, and someone who thinks they know better than you with a six-year oh, degree. Oh, we went that right. way when my twins were born. We know. Yes. Yeah, so that's you have protections now. It's not quite as good, I think, as we wanted, but it is there. DCFS got a lot of stuff in there. We got a good bit of it removed, but uh, so now you have the protections. Uh, so that that's good news. Uh, the other thing I found, uh, those of you who love audio and stuff, I found a cool little media player called the Pot Player. P O T. I guess that means potentiometer. I don't think it means four twenty, but I don't know. But anyway, it plays all kinds of stuff. It lets you. You can watch TV with it. You can record. Probably good for partially sighted folks, too, because you can change all the visuals and the audio. You can do one thing I like. You can speed up. You can either make it just play faster like a book and keep the same pitch, or you can actually make it work like normal if you like to boost your songs 1% or 2% and put it in another key. I don't know how many people do that, but anyway, uh, it's a very cool... All right, so... uh, how would you get it, and how would you find a TV channel on there? Well, that's either if you uh, if you have like the Home Run HD, uh, which is a device you plug into your router, 
and 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 plug in a local you know a antenna on it and get your over-the-air tv that's one way or if you use a service like uh thunder tv or rising suns and then you can actually import the electronic program guide into it uh so those are, that's a couple ways to get tv uh and of course there may be other feeds uh you know that some sometimes networks or channels will make some of their shows available how much uh, is it is it free or is it uh, it is free yes it is free for me and uh, do you, so do you have a website for it um uh, i don't off the top of my head i got it from major geeks i know it's called dom d-a-u-m pot player i will get an actual link i send that to you so you can put it on on your email list because i know that will be helpful uh, but anyway, I've really been liking that. It's got all kinds of cool stuff to it. Then you the had something else too, didn't you? Probably, but I can't remember now. Those are the two big. Yes, you want to talk about Club Deck? Oh yeah, I guess if you're in the clubhouse and you want to play with it in Windows, there is a, a little app, or software you can get called Club Deck. C l u b d e c k dot app. So that way you could use Clubhouse on your Windows computer. Uh, but that is not official, so I don't know if you could have problems. Now, if you log into it, then it logs you out of your phone. So I wanted to use it and play, you know, Windows Audio and stuff through it, but I wasn't able to hear it because I could only log in once. So, but uh, Android now is officially sanctioned, at least in the U.S. for U.S. phone numbers. So those of you who are in the clubhouse and use Android, uh, you can give it a play and see. If and it works that- quite well. Yes. Uh, I downloaded it, and they've already done an update to it. It works quite well. And there, um, there's a lot of potential with the clubhouse. So I'm not saying that things will go that way, but I, I listened to Jonathan's thing on the Twitter spaces, it, I'm not saying it's not doable, but there are some serious drawbacks to it. It is, it is. Well, Mike, I would say it was a little. Um, it's still kludgy. Uh I mean, the thing is, it's not even so much what the best technology is; it's what people decide to use. Right, and I'm not sure because. You've got a limit on speakers, and if you wanted to create your own room, right now you have to have 600 followers on right. Twitter. I only have 472, so I don't even have it as an option. And right. So, so I would say, right, well, you know, I guess we'll have to talk more about that. But and where is it in the Twitter app, Mike? Because I couldn't find it when I brought up my Twitter app, and I have it updated all the time. Is it in the app itself, or is it a separate Yes, it's app? in the app itself, and Jonathan Mosen did a demo of it uh, a couple episodes back, so definitely go, yeah, go, go, go that Mosen at Large podcast. And I'll take a look, then. That's fine. Yeah, yeah uh, we can show you where to go to to enable it, and you can go in the room and talk to somebody if you know they're they're going to be on and so good stuff michael good 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 stuff i guess we better get to some hands hadn't we yes why don't we start with buddy out in uh buddy out in what uh, south carolina where north he is? carolina oh, north carolina buddy can you unmute yourself please and near then, asheville there you go buddy hey ben. hey jeff good morning everybody i don't have anything to say just uh just want to say good morning to everybody hope everyone has a good day thank you buddy Thank you, Jeff. Okay. 
Uh, All right, next. Okay. Uh, <laughs> next is Joe Sorensen out there in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Can you unmute yourself, Joe? Oh, hi. Good morning. Audio and now unmuted. Here we are in Albuquerque, New Mexico. 48 degrees. Wind from the east. 17 miles an hour. Ooh. Anyway, that's a weaker wind. Anyway, up to 72. We've both been vaccinated. And what I was thinking about this morning when it first started out, the bureaucracy to get an appointment, not even Janet, nurse practitioner could help us out. But now it's as easy as... Well, actually, we're done. Both both of us are completely vaccinated. We got our card, so we're card-carrying vaccinated kid. Yeah, I just got mine on Saturday, my last shot on Saturday, so... Good job. Oh, yeah. Good job, good job. Congratulations. I think you're going to start seeing, what do they call it now, perks, rewards, incentives for you to people that are vaccinated. I think you're going to start seeing incentives. Well, yeah. I've seen... Oh, sorry. Uh, as also... I'm coming over here to Joe's mic. This is going to be better. Anyway, um, if our choir at our church will probably start up soon as well, all we have to do is provide a copy of the vaccination fact that we are fully vaccinated so that way and the sooner that people get those the sooner the choir will start up again this is a good thing that's right one of the things pennsylvania is doing is when we get to 70 percent vaccination rate the mask mandate will go away well, yeah, that, some states have zero percent, and their mask mandate went away. Well, I know, <laughs> but you know, yeah. there's they have perks. Like, for example, if you want to go to a Yankees baseball game and you've been vaccinated, you get to sit in the better seats. And if you haven't been vaccinated, you get to sit in the nosebleed seats away from everyone else. So that's that's one of the perks. And they're also giving perks like giving a, a free metro card. So if you've been vaccinated. Uh, or you, you get a free metro card, so you have a week's worth of uh, subway and bus riding in New York City. So that, my that's only cool. concern would be that you know I think it's a great idea, and I think there should be some perks. But in this day and age, I don't know. You know, maybe you're going to encourage people to lie or fake their card or something. This is also you true. Think that though, because you have because you have the because uh, it said that right there on the card. That, you know, I mean, you've got two stickers. So how can you fake that unless you just... Oh, if they can fake money, they can fake a card. Well, I'm sure. And and as a matter of fact, I had my card photographed. So if if you lose your card, and you you may not... maybe I don't know how easy it is to get that replaced. I have a photograph of my card on my iPhone. So uh, uh, that's a very good advice that was given out on the radio uh, during this whole thing. Is to take a picture of your card, Ellen, and take a picture of Joe's card and put them on your iPhones so that you have them in case there's a problem. Yeah, I and mean, and it's just going to be a lot easier on us now. People will fake anything. You know, um, when I had my knee surgery, they used to give you cards showing that you'd had the, the surgery done so that you didn't have to get examined so closely and everything going through the airports. They had to quit doing that because people were finding ways to fake the cards well I guarantee you I don't want to go through another 
major surgery again, so I'm not going to do anything to fake it. No. No, thank you. I well, like thank the you, res- Joe. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you, Ellen. Uh, who's next, guys? I think that's it. Go, we got Bill and oh, Bill. Okay, Bill, I'm unmute sorry. yourself, Bill. Go ahead, Bill. You're there. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. It's about 50 degrees here. We're gonna get to 60. Yeah, it's been cold here. Frost at night and everything else. We had frost last night. Not in the city, but in the outlying areas. And uh, sorry to hear about your power thing in Florida, Bill. You did the, the light company have a power surge, or did your outfit do a power surge? No, no, the light company, their meter went out, which went haywire, or my individual meter outside. Oh, well, that's their responsibility. Yeah, but you got to... Anything anything past the meter, anything past the circuit box is you. Anything before the circuit box is the power company. Well, I know that. And also, your sewer thing in Indianapolis, I'm sorry to say, most cities... You are responsible for the sewer from the house to the street. Now there is, I'm going to tell you, you might check around. My parents did this a few years ago. There is some, I forget what it was called, and I can't ask them if they're both gone. But there is some way that they can route out the sewer all the way to the street, route it out, clean it. And then they insert this, like a plastic, heavy plastic liner that they blow into it. And then it goes out the into the sewer, and then they they uh, when it gets to the end, they force air through and it pops the opening, and you can get by with that for a while. They connect it into your sewer and it goes through that way. Doesn't Roto Rooter do that kind of stuff, Bill? I mean, I remember hearing yeah, commercials I mean. for you them. Get, yeah, you get somebody that you know the, even the sewer guys you got. If, if you find the place that does this, I forget the name of it, it. But check around where you can put a plastic liner in the sewer line. And they route it out, and then they insert this plastic, long, like, like a long tube, but it's it's like a it looks like a big garbage bag, and they push it into the sewer with air, and then when it gets to the end, the end pops open, and that's where your sewage goes out, and it lines the, it lines the sewer for you. Well, we'll, get. well, but something in this area, because all those houses are old enough, we've seen lots of big trucks out there because they've had trouble with the water mains and all kinds right. of stuff. Well, yeah, there's a lot of places that are having trouble now. But And I'm, I've got a, oh, by the way, Jeff, uh, i got a GoFundMe page running. Uh, you can. I've got to redo my bathroom. I need some help. Well, look at me. I'm, I got an ex-wife I got to deal with. Oh, that's a GoFundMe, Christian. Yeah. That's a lot, Bill. Oh, oh, and, and also, also, by the way, uh, Chris and Jeff, Dave, uh, my tuna sandwich was great Monday. Oh, I love tuna. I, Dave can't stand it. I love it. Sometimes when I make sauerkraut or cabbage for him, I'll make tuna for me. I love tuna salad sandwiches, too. Yeah, on right. yeah. Uh, Mom used to put apple in hers, and I love it that way. Yeah, yeah, when, but yeah when we get off here, we'll go call because we had that. Remember that place, Jennifer, that eagle, whatever it was, big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Eagle, eagle drains. Yeah. Yeah, you might check with some places like that there in Indianapolis. They might be able to tell you about it. What were you, you saying about you your? The, the, what were you going to say? If you talk to the city, they're going to tell you no. The only way to do it, you got to tear the whole sewer system up the sidewalk, dig it all up, re-put it back in, all that kind of stuff. And you're, I know you're talking about ten, fifteen thousand dollars, right? Yeah. Like that. 
Well, your plan doesn't quite cost that much, maybe. No, it's not that much. I forget it was just a. I don't know. I forget what my parents. Wasn't did, that what they out. did when they did our house on Napoleon Street that time, Bill? Maybe, but they yeah, didn't have to go out to the there street. There were tree roots in the in the pipe outside, and they took a thing and cleaned out all those tree roots and. Yeah. And then they insert this liner in there, and that that replaces the sewer line. It it lasts long. Far as I know, the house my parents did it in is still used. I mean, I know someone else owns a house now, and I've never. Well, we put stuff that they never heard about it digging the sewer up. So, (laughs) and that and that was like, oh, at least twenty years ago or more. They did that. She had that done right. So yeah. that, so that uh, liner they put in stay permanently, Bill? Is that what happens? Yeah, it just stays permanent. Yeah, it stays permanent. Other than they, they, they uh, hook it into your, into your uh, main sewer line, and they, you know they, 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 you know they, they open up your sewer line, they put it in around, encapsulate it, and all that kind of stuff around the edges and that. And so, the uh, so then right when Bill, when Bill looks for a plumber, he needs a plumber that will handle that, that that understands like a about sewer about sewer lines rather than doing it right 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 uh-huh. okay so that he's got to ask the plumber that specific question and yeah because yeah, they're to, they're going to do it from in the house they're going to get in your basement or something and then they got to open up the uh main the main sewer stack and then they go in from there and run it out cuz is this is this affecting your toilet or just your oh yeah house? The it's toilet. everywhere now. Oh, okay. The bathtubs right, well, and the toilets. And okay, that's all, okay, that's the main sewer. Because they went through, they went through the main clean out in the in the house that gets right. into the, all the inside, and they cleaned all that out, and they said it was still from the coming from the under the street, from under the sidewalk. In. Yeah. Do you have trees out front? No. Oh, okay. Because trees would do that, right? I didn't have any trees out front. I just got bad drinks. So, all right, Bill, and thank you, and we'll be back with you. You'll be back all for right, a yeah, quick I'll, one. I'll be looking for your. I'll be looking for your check now. Yeah. Yep. All right. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> thank you. Good job. Thank you. All right. We have any more callers? Yeah, we got there? Alan Ramos. Can you uh, lower? I'm like lower your hand. Can you yeah. unmute yourself, please? Good morning, everyone. It, it's 58 degrees in Ontario and cloudy. And so how are you and Walter getting along? Walter and I, we're really good. We have been fully vaccinated. Hey. So, so. We, we, we salute you for that. Anything else going on with you guys? You, no, we're playing with Bravehog. You're doing what? I'm using the Bravehog browser. It works oh. pretty well. You like that? It is a very well? nice browser. It works very well. Yeah, it uh, works very well. It didn't do so good on audio, though. Not uh, always, uh, but it works well because it gets a lot, of, it, as Mike would tell you, it gets a lot of the ads that you might see yeah. and all the junk on, on pages. It gets rid of a lot of that. So it does work in that in that respect. Yeah, The only did. thing I've had problems with a lot of the tune-in, uh, they want you to get their uh, premium instead of uh, using their free one. Um, you can still use TuneIn, and there's a, actually there's a TuneIn app for your desktop that I downloaded on my desktop, which doesn't use a web browser at all. It's all it's all built into its app, and it's very usable. So yeah, so you might try that from the I Windows might try Store. That yeah, is it free? Uh, I wonder. Uh, free is always good, Alan. Yeah, it's always good. I I would not pay for TuneIn Premium. 
that we've had in the past. The only thing you get out of it is commercial-free CNN, but or you know uh, MSNBC or uh, Bloomberg. But you don't get any sports anymore. You get some music, but you don't want to listen to. that's so we much. We get some audio books or something, don't you? No, or no, they no, take no, that no. Away too? no, no, no. They they did away with audio books. They did away with all their sports teams, um, college basketball and football they carry. But no, TuneIn is not a good buy at all. Not anymore like it used to be. No, no, no. So, anything else, Alan? Nothing, not really. Uh, well, keep on listening, buddy, and we'll try to play you some. I'll be thinking about Gail, who's in the hospital. Will be yes, we need to. We need to keep on thinking about Gail, because I don't hear a request on the legend. I something. It's I think it's something. Right. Well. All right. Thank you, Alan. Are you welcome? All right. We have. We have Bob, uh, five eight six. Bob, unmute yourself, please. Go ahead, Bob. Hello, everyone. Um, well, uh, I'm celebrating birthday seventy five today. I can't think of a better way to do that than with the coffee club. Oh well, first well, of all, we you. congratulate you. Part of your celebration. Happy yeah, birthday! Happy birthday to you, Bob. And I think we have weather in the 60s today. We're finally getting some warm weather here in the Detroit area. That's good. You and were one of our five listeners on Sports Lounge last night. <laughs> so. And uh, don't, uh, we'd be thinking about Gail and also thinking about Pastor Russ's wife, who's having health issues also. And uh, don't forget about magnifiers, right? Oh, that's right. That is exactly. I'm telling you, Bob, I'm so proud that you listen all the time with me or when I log in here. I am so pleased because my memory. Um, Perry, you know, Perry on all things radio and sports lounge. His wife, Dawn, is looking for a magnifier replacement and she doesn't have the backing of the state or anybody and we're just wanting to know if anybody can suggest or know of a good place to get maybe a hand magnifier I think maybe what she's interested in because I don't know about those but I know there's lots of low vision places and you don't have to probably spend thousands of dollars to find something that she could use and i know that's individual to everybody's needs you know there you, you might even get an eschenbach on amazon i don't know they make some good ones it's called what now eschenbach it's e s c h e n b a c h now is that designed for somebody that might be visually impaired or is that um yeah they have lighted and unlighted they have handheld and stand Hmm. well they're going to be listening to the recording of this so that might be an option that of course maxi aids and independent living aids have magnifiers too but we've had really good luck with eschenbach because they're pretty much distortion free 
That that's a good idea too. Um, and now but, some folks are doing with apps on their tablets or iPads or right an iPhone. It depends how much she needs and what for. Right, what, what for? for. Um, I already knew Science. somebody that used to use one. They'd carry it with them. It'd be in their purse, their hand. They'd carry it with them because you know they just used it around the house all the time, or whenever they'd go out someplace. Or you know what you know whatever it might be. So um, I I would you know. But if anybody has any, said that was a great suggestion. You know, for Don. I mean, I I just don't know. I I'm not saying that the ILAs and the Maxi aids wouldn't be good, but I'm unless some of their people are really trained to know, you know, what might be best. Your mileage varies when you talk to these people who answer 800 numbers from time to time, as we well know. How true. Uh, well, and also, everybody. I mean, she only knows what her needs are, right? And right. And there's different equipment, different uses. Right, but if we can guide her to some places where she might be able to get, you well, know, some, wouldn't like if they had a local, um, not like a low like vision blind, yeah, blind house if, or something. Yeah, see, if Iowa has something like Indiana does, where like from Easter Seals Tech, you can borrow the devices for thirty days and try them and find. Right, but I think they closed their low-vision clinic or did something. But surely, even APH or, um, you know, something like that. I mean, there's things that we just don't know. And maybe even, I hate to say it, but not hate to say it, but even a place like Blind Bargains, I'm sure... You know, because they sell a lot of low vision stuff. So there's surely somebody out there that could help her and guide her to the right thing. I just don't want her to talk to somebody who just looks at something and, you know, just doesn't really meet her individual needs. So that, thank you, Bob. All right. Everyone have a good day. You too. Thank you very much, Bob. 75. All right. I mean, do we have any other? Uh, we do. do we? Julie, can you unmute yourself? Julie McCullough, and then we have David Meyer. Okay. And then Bill again. Okay. Go ahead, Julie. Unmute yourself, please. Good morning, everybody. Well, I am so sorry to hear about Gail. Last week, she just seemed to be feeling so good and was so happy. And I'm certainly glad that she got those days or two to enjoy before this had to hit her. Um, so I, I, I'm so sorry because I think she thought she was just about to get on the other side of it. Yeah. yeah. When you said good morning to all of us, I thought you might. I thought you, you sounded like one of my school teachers when I was in when I was in first grade, Julie. You know, good morning, everybody. I thought it was. I thought it was well, Miss Margaret or something. That, that's what that's what Julie did in her other three lifetimes ago. Maybe that's right. I'm sorry, Julie. I'm well, just kidding no, around actually, with you. Actually, I wanted to teach school. I wanted to be a school teacher, and I thought. I was going to do that pretty much most of the time when I was growing up. 
But we got on some kind of an individualized system. And, um, you know, I just kind of noticed there are some very exceptional teachers, and I've had some. But that, you know, teachers kind of get rewarded by working with people who are getting it. And with that individualized system, there was one girl who was really smart, and she kind of sat for half the year because they didn't want her to get too far beyond her age level. And some of the rest of us just, you know, were getting it and kind of fell behind. And one place, excuse me, where some of us fell behind was in math. And so by the time I got to college, I wasn't sure I could get through an education major. So (laughs) I did not go into teaching. Well, that's okay, Uh, Julie. I was just kidding around with you, Julie. No, but but that's true. I'm glad I would have sounded like one if I had done it. Um, but, But I was a pastor, and so... I guess that means I could use that for a preacher voice, and so <laughs> there you uh, go. So, um, so that's kind of uh, what it is. And well, I know in Iowa, what they have lost is their aids and appliances that the Department for the Blind used to have. Mm-hmm. I understand there is some woman in Des Moines who is uh, trying to start a business for that. And I don't know if that person will have those kinds of things or not. They probably have gotten in touch with whoever she is, and I don't remember who she is right now. Um, but I don't know if even like Harbold or something like that would carry magnifiers. They, they might. I don't know. I don't know that they have such big ticket items. I don't know that magnifiers are big ticket items i'm sure you could probably it's like anything else you can go way 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 up in price um yeah you know and and do that so you know that can be done so but you know um i don't know that's just one area that i'm just not good in because I've not had to relate to it too much, but I did know a magnifier used, and they used it all the time. So, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's something that would be very important to them. Yes, and I want to let you know um, that my uh, that my gentleman friend's dog has gotten quite attached to me in the last week or so because he has taken a temporary job working for, some of you probably know Michael Byington um, from ACB, um, and he is teaching orientation and mobility to public school children, and so um, his driver ended up having some medical issues and couldn't finish out the school year. So my gentleman friend is driving for him three days a week, and so I've got the puppy. (laughs) So is it his guide dog or no? It couldn't be his guide dog. He's driving. No, he, this dog is a rat terrier, no. and um, he, when Ralph got him, he had been very abused in his life, and he was scared of everything. Um, and at, for a, for a, the first month he had him, he didn't think the dog could bark, and if he kind of tried to let a little bark, he just kind of looked around like oh. I'm going to get in trouble. 
Um, but now he barks and does everything normal, and so, um, so now we, you know, last week he enjoyed Coffee Club and slept through part of it. <laughs> how do you, how do you like, um, do you, you live in an apartment, right? Yes. So how do you take the dog out to relieve itself, or do you? Actually, I don't. Okay. Uh, there's a woman who comes and does it periodically when Ralph's gone. Oh, okay. And you know, and we're going to pay her for doing it for the three weeks, and so, um, so that's how we're taking care of that issue because I certainly wouldn't want to do it in the wrong place, um, and so, um, so that's that's how we're taking care of that. And then, uh, the dog has gotten attached to you, Julie. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, he he kind of has lately. Um, he wasn't too much, but I guess I'm a good substitute. I don't move very fast, so if I get in the chair, he's here. <laughs> so when he's fairly small, so he's a good little lap dog. Yes, yes, yeah. Yep, yeah, he's fairly I, small, but getting fatter. I, I think we've all learned that lesson. You don't want to get a, a bigger dog or a dog you cannot handle. Yeah. We know where that leads. Mm-hmm. Disaster. Yeah. Don't Disaster. eat up all those table scraps, Julie. Uh, well, Ralph needs him table scraps, some, um, and that's probably an issue. And he got a harness that a new harness recently, and the harness is a little big for him, and sometimes he ends up kind of wearing it like a bikini. And, uh. <laughs> you know, he kind of slips out of it. And that's kind of where it how it shows up but but um, you know we certainly don't want him to grow into the harness because that will mean he's growing probably too fast go ahead Tim what are you going to say something? I was going to say that's why you feed him table scraps is so he can fit the harness <laughs> yeah well I think he needs to not grow that fat take it fat but but Ralph runs him around good and, and plays with the ball with him and stuff and so um which is really good for both of them because Ralph is a an army veteran from um, the Cold War, and um, he has some PTSD issues and things like that. And so um, the dog was really good. He had lost um, a couple of veteran friends that lived here in the building, and he took care of one of them a lot. And... Um, they both ended up dying of alcohol poisoning and that was really hard on him and then after his first friend died um, he, he um, his dog died of stomach cancer he didn't think he'd get one for a while but um, but his, some of his family wanted him to and wanted to give him a miniature Doberman Pinscher mm. um but he ended up going to the shelter and finding this one, and it's been great for both of them. Well, I I, I totally advocate that, and you know, our friend that has been living with us the past two years has had the um, what are they called pit bulls, uh-huh. and we had some trouble where the dog attacked the neighbor Uh-oh. and bit the neighbor Uh-oh. so the dog is out of the home right now 
and because we we just can't have a dog um you know do those types of things to people right but they did not shoot the dog or they did not put the dog down they the dog is somewhere the dog is somewhere yes it has not been put down but I will tell you back back in my day growing up in a small town that wouldn't have happened the dog would have been it would have been put down by somebody right then there on the spot now I'm not yes. saying that's the right thing to do but yes. that's what would have been done so yes. that that doesn't make it right and you know but still um when you're held responsible for that and you know it's not your dog you you really think about these issues but the safety but the safety of neighbors or people has to be the most important thing but i do understand the emotional needs and the attachments of a dog yeah and realize it so yeah, and for Ralph, that's really important for his mental health. So, uh, right, and it's good, and I'm, I think it's wonderful. But then, you have to balance. Unfortunately, if Ralph's dog was doing bad things to neighbors and people, yep, then they, we couldn't have it. No, you just things yeah. would have to change. So. Well, and if a dog has done that before, unless it's really unusual circumstances, they're likely to do it again. Right. So it's yeah. unfortunate, but it's wonderful for emotional support and service animals. I think that's great. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. So did the neighbor, did they think the neighbor had done anything that... Well, as I'm hearing the story, of course... We're in Florida. She's there. I guess the the dog was on a tie-out, but she used an emergency tie-out, the other one. It was long enough to get into the neighbor's section of the yard, and Jackie was trying to get the dog back over. She asked the neighbor to help. They went and helped, and that's when the dog attacked. Right, because the neighbor, the dog thought that the neighbor was in its territory. Right, I understand, but um, you know, and, and we've well, had some other. She just, you know, we had some other issues. So it's 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 a tragic, tragic, tragic story that I wouldn't, you know. And I realize how how important people's animals are to them, and I don't discount that. But I don't know. Mm. Yeah, but sadly, she's got to understand that for one reason or another, that happened, and that the dog thought more territory was his than really was, and and that you know you can't explain that to a dog, but. You know, you can't have them hurting neighbors. Um, well, at least no. It's- but you, you got to start trying to curb it when when they're young enough that you can pick them up and make them behave. Yeah, you can't sure. think it's cool for the first three years of their life, and then when the dogs four or five years old go, oh, you're not supposed to do that. You can't 
bark and growl and try to attack somebody that we invite into our house. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know it's all about obedience, Jennifer, and you know that as well as I, because uh, you know I, I know people who've had dogs, but uh, it's all about obedience. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right. Next. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bill. No, it wasn't me. Okay. Oh, Bill, I was going to just mention before I forget, you might contact uh, Danny Wayne, who of course works at Independent Living Center. We know a lot about that. Oh, you mean the... when homes are getting magnification? Oh, yeah. I mean, I know, also know he's a big fan of LSNS, so that's a company you might look at as well. But I'll try to reach out and ask him, but okay, I want to mention that. That's a, that's a good idea because I don't know. Uh, now, if he could just reach out and take care of the dog, that'd be another story. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, Bill. We have any more callers, Jeff? I yes, don't... David Meyer, can you okay, unmute yourself, David. please? Okay, I hope I'm coming through. Yes, you are. You are. Go ahead, sir. Oh, good. Um, wanted to say hello to Bob and happy birthday. And Beth, if you do get a chance to talk to Gail, uh, please pass on my greetings and good well wishes. Um, other than that, not an awful lot going on around here except that I now have a new computer and there seems to be some in my head, some with the computer, a new issue that sort of seems to crop up every time. Uh, Tim, as you can hear, I've got my mic working again. But I think I need to talk to some sort of a Zoom expert because I don't understand some of the prompts that I'm getting. What kind of prompts are you getting? Um... When I tab, I hear about this, uh, like, yeah, about about a microphone, real tech audio, and there's something that's unchecked, and I can't decide whether it needs to be checked or not. I think he's talking about the original sound, where it says uh, original sound, because that's it's up there where your microphone settings are, and, and on the main screen of Zoom, and you can check that or leave that unchecked. It doesn't matter; it's not affecting anything. Okay, and then there's another thing that says, well, let me see if I can get to it. I don't know that you'll be able to get to it when you're in a meeting, Dave. No, uh, okay, that's probably right. Um, while I'm talking, at least I'm not getting to it. So Dude, wait, I guess couple. all I can say is that as long as I'm coming through and as long as my microphone is okay. Look, you're, you're, you're fine. A couple suggestions. Couple suggestions for you, Dave. One of them, and these are all, they don't cost anything, but you might go to Mosen, M O S E N dot O R G, and Jonathan has a, I think you can find it on that page, a Zoom tutorial that I believe he's giving away, and you can. Uh, maybe go through some of the basic settings and whatever, and you can download this, you know, file and read it. But th- that's just one suggestion uh, to get you some help. I know there's a lot of help out there, you know, the way to, you know, to set up your computer and get the most out of Zoom. Well, I guess as long as I'm talking and as long as I'm coming through, I might just as well leave well enough. Well, (laughs) you got a point there, but you are sounding good now. Um, 
<laughs> you you are sounding good there. Just thought of this when when speaking to you, Dave. NFB just announced. What did I read this the other day? That they've and this is going to happen to all of us sooner or later. These restaurants like McDonald's, and I'll talk about Steak and Shake in a minute, but NFB has a partnership with uh, McDonald's to install screen readers on the, what are they called? Kiosks. Kiosks. Yeah. Kiosks. Yeah, I actually saw that yesterday, either yesterday or two days ago. Right. And I guess now... Of course, how often do we walk into a McDonald's and have to do that? But it used to be more than what it is now because we want it. We just tap our phone and get it. But but they're going to make, I know, in at least 25% of the uh, McDonald's and maybe 100% of them in California, where they make these kiosks accessible with a screen reader so that people can go there. Um, and I thought that that was pretty big. I know Steak and Shake's going to that. Um, that's a local Indianapolis, and I think there's some even here. And I don't know about Minneapolis, if they're there or not, or in Chicago, but... But restaurants are more and more going to these types of things, so it makes it makes it kind of hard when you know they want to do self service and you need help. Well, at least at the McDonald's here on uh, in Albany, New York, where I live, you can use the kiosk or you can go to the counter and get served. But, but can you use the kiosk yourself, Jeff? I can't use the kiosk, but I'm hoping that they make the talking one here eventually. <laughs> but it doesn't that, really matter. That'll be nice in airports because it's oh, yeah. really hard to get help in right. airport. And Dave, did you have anything else? Yeah, Dave. I don't really think so. Um, other than. Uh, just to say hello, and Bill, I'm glad to hear that you're doing so much better than uh, what you had been. Yeah, I am too. I'm glad I can sit here and laugh about it, Dave. Um, but this has been an eventful year. But it's not been quite two months, but I feel really, really good and blessed. And, you know, so I guess well, it's... Bill, uh... I, I can tell you, I don't think we'll be going to Steak and Shake around here. The nearest one, according to Siri, is on West 51st Street in Des Moines. Oh. Well, you can always travel. You can always go to Des Moines, not Tim. I know Branson has Steak and Shake and several other states. You, you can always go to. In Altoona, you can always. In Pennsylvania, yeah. there are some. You know, Tim, if you and Laura want to really take a nice romantic road trip sometime, maybe Steak and Shake is the place. <laughs> you know, in Indianapolis, there's lots of people that make reservations for White Castle for Valentine's Day. So hey, hey, at least steak and shake for four bucks, you can get a triple, a big hamburger. The heart doctor just loves that when I say that, and uh, some French fries. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we have one thirty-nine miles from us. Oh, here's the other <laughs> new thing that you're going to find. I, I was at um, I was at uh, PF Chang's. Uh, with my daughter um, in, in in the Colony Center Mall. And rather than have putting a menu out, they have a, a barcode that you scan on your phone, and it opens up a website for them. Now, I'm not sure how that works on the iPhone, but my daughter put her phone up there, and it worked for her. So i got to figure that one out next time I uh, next time I go there. Because the, 
all the menus are online anyway. So, uh, but uh, it, it does make things a little difficult if, if you aren't able to do that. But the waitress was very, very nice, guys. And she said to me, I, if you can't do this, Jeff, I can read you the menu. Uh, if, if could you know what you might think that you'd like and i and i told her you know it was no problem and it worked out fine so you paid a big price for that one though jeff that was that was a, a large price dinner but she was celebrating because she got a black belt in taekwondo so. no i i get all that jeff but it's expensive yeah, there she you probably go. said if you didn't she'd be uh, <laughs> right yeah. she she could get me with tim she could get me with one kick all she needs is one kick, and I'd be dead. Oh, Believe yeah. me. <laughs> I don't want to be on her bad side. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> well, so I'm thinking about these kiosks. If you go into this kiosk and place your order, how do you know when your food is ready? Uh, that, that they didn't talk about, because when you normally when you place your call for the kiosk, at least the one on Wolf Road. Now, I don't know if, if uh, that McDonald's is back serving people in the dining room yet, but when they were... You would place your call in the kiosk, and then it would show you a chart where all the tables were, and you'd choose your table and pu- put that into the, into the machine as well, and then when your food was done, they'd bring it out to your table. That's how it worked here. So I don't know how that would work, Jen. That's a good question. Well, and that is, you know, it's a question, and, uh, you know, these places, but they're doing it to save money. It's like Steak and Shake is barely going, and they've lost. They've just now turned a profit, but because they they cut out all their indoor dining and all of this stuff during the pandemic, and they lost so many sales, but now... They've, they've, they've started to turn a profit, so they're saying, we're going to open up dining, but all the stores have to be converted over to these kiosks, you know, and then you've got you've to figure out like a DoorDash or whatever you use. You know, Tim, you're in NFB. Maybe when they, because that that was a company that, or that was the organization that did this. If if you know of any connections somewhere, maybe you can uh, get us more information as well, Tim, uh, on that. Uh, you know, because I know that. Uh, all right, we have two more hands raised here. I'll check into it. Okay. And then, uh, by the way, send the McDonald's order to my house, Tim. Okay. Well, I'm sure they'll talk about it at the convention, but I believe they said by September the rollout. So this is a six month yeah. plan. Yeah. This is not I good. hear they have. Um, Butter beans, Jeff. You know, I, you know. Oh, that was a, that was a, those are fighting words there, Chris. <laughs> all right, Jeff. Who's our next? All right, we got. First of all, we have Bill. Okay. And then, and then we have Julie McCullough. So, Bill, can you unmute okay. yourself, and then Julie will have you back on tap as well. Yeah, this goes back to the, the lady looking for the magnifier. I don't know if she wants a hand magnifier or is she looking for one of those electronic ones like the old Apollo lasers where they did it with the camera and put it on the screen. But uh, Second Sense, that's uh, .org in Chicago. It used to be Catholic Guild, but it's called Second Sense. That's, that's second-sense.org. They've got things. And also Mike mentioned LS and S. I was going to mention them, but I've got stuff from them before. But if they're in their city, they might, if she just wants a good, powerful hand magnifier, she might want to check with a one of the top-rated optometrists in the area. And a lot of those carry hand magnifiers for people to, to buy to use. If she just needs a handheld magnifier on what kind she needs. Different, you know, you go that, one of those that, is a, that is a good point, Bill. 
Right. With with the Lions clubs, do they would they help her get anything like that? No. They might they might help her. And they they might, um, might. Lions clubs. Well, it's like all clubs in general, and that'll that's a whole other weeks and months of discussion. But clubs themselves are going way, 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 way down because the attendance is not there. The um, the funding is not there. The people just don't participate in clubs like they used to. And you're not like getting the younger people getting into the club. It's all no, like it's all older seniors people. like ourselves. So, yeah, young people just don't get into that stuff. No, they don't get into that stuff. And you know, we we deal with clubs who, you know, and I can't understand this thinking. Won't even let people pay their dues online. We can't do that, or. You know, we don't want to, we don't believe in using an ATM to withdraw money or those kind of things. Oh, and, wait a Nowadays, you can't go anywhere without using an ATM. And I, when I go with my daughter shopping or if I am going where, there, no place hardly take cash anymore. If you don't have a debit card or a credit card, you're not buying. Right. This is place, a, you got you got you to swipe a credit card or a debit card. But the, the, the days of that, I mean, you you can elect not to use those options, you know, the debit card or the um, not use ATMs or or those types of things. But the vast majority of people use ATMs to withdraw because they can't always go within the bank hours. That's true. And, and, all, and, all, ATM, and all ATM now talk to you anyways. You plug, you yeah. plug in a little ear, ear, ear jack or something or little headphone or earplug and you, the machine talks to you. Yeah, the only thing I would suggest Chicago. is that if you're going to use your ATM, don't use it as a credit card because you don't have the same protections with an ATM credit card. Well, as, you, as we you understand that, Jeff. No, no, you don't. You don't. Right, right. We understand that. But what I'm saying is to, to go withdraw money from the bank. And this is why I encourage people that if you're going to do that, support it because the banks have taken the time to set up the accessible ATM machines. Why not use them? That's true. I agree. I totally agree. And by the way, Bill, course, I, I'm sorry I took your quick. ATM. I didn't mean to take your ATM, but I had it and I, I withdraw your whole okay. checking account, Bill. Sorry about that. All right. Ah. Okay. Well, another thing is, too, uh, I'm losing my train of thought there. Uh, Sorry. With, yeah, I was going to say something about the, the ATM. Oh, the only thing about going with an ATM, the only bad thing I do don't like about an ATM is all you can ever get is 20s. You, you can't get fives or singles. You know, it mainly, it usually disperses only in $20 increments. I think you can get 10s, but that's about it. But then there's a plus side to that, Bill, because if you can't see and it's dispersing all these bills, you may not know which is the 5 and which is the 20 and which is the 10. Well, yeah, if you're, and yeah, and, and you, don't have, you don't have time to sit there and try to scan the money like that. So, I mean, I... I right, I, right. So, no, I well, it has a limited number of, of bills that it can hold, so by having... Right, right. Well, most of them only hold 20. That's about all you ever get out of them, I know. But, but, but the problem, go, the downside to that is, it's that doesn't make very good tip money. Which is what I use most. Oh, cash that's for. what I use my cash for as well, yeah, Chris. Right. I agree. <laughs> you don't want to give a twenty dollars tip, right? <laughs> yeah, the best you could do is get something like thirty-five or fifty-five or seventy-five, and at least then you get a ten and a five. Right. Well, yeah, that's right. right. right, right. Uh-huh. However, when I whenever I tip the waitresses, I always joke around with them, and I know at certain restaurants, and I'll say, "Well, my tip for you is Rover Girl." 
in the fifth race at Aqueduct. And if it does well, you'll have a very good tip. But uh, they and they know I'm only kidding around with them. But that's what I always. But say. no, I think I didn't know you could get like seventy five dollars. Usually, it's twenty, forty, sixty, eighty, one hundred, or whatever of these ATM machines. Um, it's, where I go is it's, it's a bank called Citizens Bank, but it defaults to only twenties. But I believe there's a menu option where you could change that. But I I would prefer the just the twenties because I don't have time to sit there and scan my bills on the iPhone when I take the, take the money out of the machine. I just don't have that yeah, time. Or I've had this problem. I don't like scanning bills when you're standing there. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's the other thing. It's, 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 it takes up time, Tim. You know that. Right. So that's yeah, but I meant like as bill. far as yeah, that's what I. Have you ever been in, right. bill from you, you know? Yeah. Have you ever been in the bank and you're you're withdrawing your money? You're getting your stuff out using the ATM. And I had a couple customers complain because it took a few more minutes longer. The bank manager said. She came over and said, anybody's got a problem with him using the machine, you can step right outside because I don't want you in my bank. That's exactly what she told them. Wow. I mean, she oh, just. I've had that happen. Yeah, yeah that she happen told them exactly. Chicago, right? go, oh, go here's the other step. thing that, that you should avoid. And, and I know I go to the Gateway Diner and they have a universal teller machine. Now, you can use it if it's in a real emergency. But you're going to pay a service charge for using that machine, and your bank is going to charge you a service charge as well. Yep. Now, oh, yeah. If, now, if you like my bank, though, Citizens Bank, uh, if I go to any Cumberland Farms uh, mini market, I can use their, the machines in any Cumberland Farms, and I don't have to pay any service charges. So find out from your bank if they work you know, with other areas. Like if you go to a supermarket that has a telemachine that ne- is not necessarily affiliated with the bank, but they don't charge you service charges. They don't Some, charge you. Sometimes you can do that. So. You know, somebody charge as much as five, ten dollars to use that doofing machine. Right, especially if you do it while you're at a casino. Oh, oh yeah, oh, <laughs> they're, they're there to make they're there looking to make money anyway. Yeah, too, so. right. So, are you, are you advocating for accessible slot machines that talk and stuff like that? Because I I used to oh, love that'd playing. Oh, that'd be them. way cool, Lil. That would be too cool. If you could go up to a slot machine and talk to you and tell you how many how many credits you had and. I'd be Mystic there every Lakes day. I'd be in trouble. Used to do that, some of theirs, but, uh, but they they took them away again. So I all I get, all I keep thinking there. about is that Fred Flintstone episode where he kept going bet 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 bet. bet. He had a, he had a gambling habit. I remember that that episode. I would be in so much trouble if the slot machines were accessible. Because we yeah, like it when you go there and you get those machines that make the noises like bing, bing, bing. Or oh, yeah. And even if you win 50 cents, the thing's going crazy and you think you really won something. I love it. <laughs> yeah, Steven sent uh, an email and she said that uh, Optelec is a good company to get magnifiers from. Yes, they are. And they're available from... Um, either hymns or hymns or maxi aids. Oh, good, good and, going, Pam. And thank you very much, said, Pam. And if you're, you know, you're always welcome to join us in the meeting as well at Coffee Club, Pam. Thank you. And what were we going to say, Tim? Uh, she also said that you might get, be able to get them just by contacting the company directly. It's O P T E. L-E-C, I believe. Optelec. Yeah, she'll... Dawn's a sharp gal. She'll figure it out. Um, 
We just wanted to give her some guidance. And speaking of guidance, why don't you check out Friday night Pam's Country Club. Her show comes on 6 o'clock, and she's going to be featuring 1966. And it was great country music in 1966. One I get a lot of requests for on the show is called by the Harden Trio called Tippy Toeing. Uh, not to be, yeah. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Um, so be sure to check out Pam Stevens because she is surely the best. So be sure to check that out Friday night right here on The Legend. And Saturday morning we're going to do a 15th, 16th anniversary show. I'll do it right in the middle of my country show. And I'll probably open up the phone line. We'll just have some fun and and do that kind of stuff so we'll do that um saturday i don't think last year we did it on a friday didn't we a friday morning because the 15th fell on a friday remember that tim yep yep and we had we broke our number of listeners or something that day yeah we we had well over 100 yeah (laughs) yeah so, but anyway, so Michael, um, you have anything else you that jumps out at you? The machines we've talked about, the you know some of your software. Um, I really like this new one called Calliope, but sometimes I find it not hard to use, but hard to get to where I want to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan. I, I played with it based on your suggestion, but the problem, if you listen to streaming stations with it, once you pick a, a bad stream that doesn't work, it won't play anything else until you reboot your computer. So, well, I, that, that's that. I, maybe you were using it more for getting YouTube videos or something. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, that's my big thing. That's my big thing with it is doing that. I don't use it for nothing but that. I'm sure it's got a lot of other features, but they sure could correct. It's it's very hard. Yeah, to it's get. a weird user interface to wrap your head around how it works, and I don't even know that I totally got it. But 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 I do like it for that. That it works when the rest of them do not work. So that part's good. But you know, yeah, I don't know. I've played with a few different things, but. Um you know, like I said, the pot player has been the one I've been really intrigued with because I was looking for something to, to watch TV, have TV on my PC or connect with my, uh, you know, my channel, my channel's uh, box so that I could watch over there TV and record it and kind of have my own DVR on the computer. So, well, hey, it found a few things for video editing if people, if there's anyone that has a desire to do that, but uh I don't know. I have some. I need to update some new things I found. But if, if people are looking for accessible Windows software, I have a lot of stuff at lawfware.com, L-A-U-F-W-A-R-E.com. And it's a what I used in 20, 2012 to teach myself how to build websites. Uh, so it has a, a good bit of, it's about 20 different categories. Or it's audio, video, or web browsers, or FTP, or, you know, whatever you kind of need to get things done. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good, good. Go check it out there. Loftware.com and check out some accessible software. Let us know 
what you might want to be accessible and we'll see it's kind of like we jumped on this magnifier do we have any more hands Jeff? Yeah, we do have hands i'm, I'm going to get to gary we haven't heard for you and you're out you're, and then we'll get to julie again gary can you unmute yourself gary keedler out there in the wilds of austin texas yes from the wilds of, uh, yeah east austin um and uh, but you're talking about ATMs and stuff. Now, a lot of times when I go to the store, the grocery store or something, I'll get some cash back. Um, well, you know, uh, one store, I think they can, you can get 40 or 50 back. And you can get it the way you want it then. Uh, so if you need to tip, um, uh, you can, you know, get some. You can do that. There. Like tomorrow, I've got to go get some change today when I go to the drugstore, I think I can get some extra cash at Walgreens with their um, machine because we've got to take that trip to get our shots. So They used to give you 25. I think you get 25 cash back from their clerks. We don't need a lot, just enough to get us to where we're going because we've got dipped by the had to pay a lot of repair money for a the, whatever they call that thing, the irrigation system they keep breaking. But yeah, that's so. That is one good way to to get cash. But um, I, you know, maybe it's me, but I do encourage people to take advantage of being able to use those things if. You know, if if they're made available for us, if we can. Well, I would. I've never used a talking ATM, but I would. You it's would. Just, I just. I know I you would. would. It's just because uh, I'm. I'm. I like all this technology stuff, even though I can't afford a lot of. Uh, well, that was ATMs have been, been around here for at least uh, for over ten years. Oh, at least, yeah. And I just haven't. I don't think the last time we got our stuff at the store. Uh, I don't think the last time I even went to an ATM, but usually I just get whatever cash I need at the store. So, you know, but... Uh, the first ATM yeah. I ever used was in 1976. So. Whoa. Did it, talk, did it talk back then, Tim? No, not at all. <laughs> but, but, I mean, those are services we can take advantage of if, if, if you have a specific need or... And there are times. Now, back in Indiana... We do have a cab driver to, we can honest to God say we can trust. But I'm not going to go give my debit card or credit card to one of these drivers. I have no idea who oh, they no. are to help me use the machine. Yeah. I know someone going to help you out very well that can help you out with those credit cards, Bill, but we won't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I know another person who could, too. So you have two helpers that are right. very happy to be helpful. Right. And we are going to be very, very helpful. And, yeah. you know, what can I say? Yeah. Hey, uh, by the way, Gary, before you go, one of your Austin stations that was reported as going off is not going off. No, it was a it was an FCC typo, and it messed up my whole my whole thing. The whole day, and not only that, we have something we have something for you tomorrow on All Things Radio Live, uh, Fran. If were you living in California in '66, and if you were. Uh, yes, we've got. We have an air check of the real Don Steele from January twenty first, nineteen sixty six, on KHJ. 
All right. I will definitely listen. That's all the more reason for what I'm going to be doing tomorrow night. Of course, if there's a Giants game. <laughs> she said, Fran said, if there's a Giants game, you might miss it. But, yeah. Hey, that's Go why we... Giants! That's why we have a... Um, a podcast. That's right. But but I encourage people if they can, and Gary, I know you would use, you know, within your skill set or what's reasonable for you. But try to take advantage of little things that are made available to us. Oh, I agree completely. Uh, I still get a Braille magazine just so they'll have uh, records of somebody getting them. We've had you know, people. I don't really have time to read it, so well, I just pitch it every month. But I do that. And just that's why for it's that. a good idea. I encourage people, even if you go to a restaurant, if you basically know what you want, and they ask you if you'd like a braille menu, take it and look at it. Oh, I do that too. Yeah. Or it like, encourages you know them to provide that service because I talked to a utility company once, twice, trying to get them to do. Braille billing, and they said, "Well, nobody needs it because they all pay electronically, and nobody's ever laid on their bills." Well, people have the right to read their bill in their own privacy, do they not? I mean, well, that's what I was thinking. But I, I mean, would you know, think they, so. they, they they said they couldn't justify doing it because nobody had trouble paying their bills, and they all did it electronically anyway. So, I mean, that's why I'm saying if you. But you Those know, things, it, if they offer it, use it. Unfortunately, and I, how do I say this, and I'm not trying to offend anyone, but among visually impaired people, more and more I'm realizing that there is a digital divide here. And a lot there of visually is. impaired people oh, don't have a serious computers divide. and, don't have, don't, and don't, are, are, don't have the skill set to use the computer or to, or, or to do that kind of stuff. And they always need help with checks or help paying bills. And so anything that can make it just a bit easier is my is, is, is my approach of it is, is the best way to go. That's how I look. That's the way I look at it too, because there is a, a divide between those of us who have a technology and those who don't. And oh, there's so many reasons why that is that we don't need to go into here. But um, and we I sometimes forget that um, um, that a lot fewer people have uh, blind people have computers than I initially thought. It was amazing how few actually do have computers. Well, I understand that, and I understand there's people for various reasons who, A, can't afford a computer, B, don't have the ability or desire to or whatever, and they are divided out. But they shouldn't try to hold people back who do want to use those or who embrace that technology or can do it rather cheaply or whatever and you know we i don't think we should be held back because of the people that cannot will not in this day and age take advantage of training and you know, it's one thing if you can't learn and you've got reasons, you know, that's truly acceptable. But a lot of people can that don't. So, well, yeah, I've known I've known as far as traveling goes, I know people who are good travelers, but they didn't want to do it. They'd rather uh, 
spend the extra money to take a vehicle someplace, and sometimes they could be there quicker if they just walked. Well, this is also true. But traveling for visually impaired people right now, Gary, it's it's pretty rough right now. It, it, yeah, it no, is a bit rough, and rough. the only reason I say that is because cars are so much quieter today. They are, yeah, it's a, it's a lot tougher. That is that we could we could talk for hours on that. It's not like no, it was. It is. It's, it's not like it was twenty years ago. Oh no, sure. no, 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 no. And people have health concerns, and there's a lot of reasons people can't, you know travel like they used to. I mean, I miss doing that because I used to walk everywhere I needed to go or take buses and all that. Now I don't live near anything, really, except a bunch of parks. So, you know, it's great. I had the choice of, okay, I ran out of, uh, you know, mustard. So I run to the store and go get a bottle of mustard, you know, and it's just, I don't have that ability to do that these days. And here's the other problem, that. Gary, that you find. I, I found that I was I went to uh, the local supermarket. I needed some help, and they said, look, I would love to give you help. Believe me. And I knew the person who worked in the supermarket in customer service. We don't have the staff right now, and we just yeah. don't have the staff that can provide you the help. I mean, it, yeah. and that that is a reality, and people people are cutting things very thin these days and, how, and, with, and the way they hire these days. So, you know, and I get that. I mean, and that's why yeah, I, I do it. too. I get that's, that. Sure. That's why I use Instagram. Also All right, thank you. Distancing. Yeah, sure. I'm not. Go ahead, go ahead, Jennifer. I'm not saying this because I don't want it to be political at all, but part of the reason that you don't have so much help in places is because people are unwilling to work because they've had such good unemployment that some people are making more money drawing unemployment than they did on their jobs. Except for remember, Jennifer, that unemployment will at some point run out. So, eventually, eventually. Yeah, that's why some states are starting to cancel the extra, some of the extra payments because they don't have enough workers to fill to fill their jobs, and the restaurants are opening back up, and they can't serve the people because they don't have enough staff. All right. Now, would you go back to work forty hours a week, Jennifer? Would I? Yeah. If I had a good job, yeah. Well, that's maybe how these people feel. If I had a good job, I'd go back to work. I don't know. I'm just kidding with you. Do we have I'm retired. Any? I'm like, I'm going to stay that way. Thank you. Yeah. Well, we- I think three of the states are not taking the national benefits now. I just heard of uh, Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, I believe the name, uh, talking about that, that because they've got too many employers coming saying, look, we have jobs. We just can't get the people to come and fill those jobs. So. Okay, do we have any uh, more hands, Jeff? Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, before, I know that we have Julie. I know you've been waiting, but uh, Jerry just came in, and, and I want to get to him. He hasn't been on. Jerry, can you oh, oh, unmute yourself, please, and then we'll get to you, Julie. I promise. Okay, good morning, everybody. It's uh, 47 degrees here in Indiana, PA, and uh, it's rather cold. And uh, I just wanted to report to... Uh, you guys that Judy made it to the nursing home yesterday. She's going to be beginning her therapy. Uh, I don't know how long she's going to be there, but we want to thank everybody for their prayers and, and good thoughts and, and and everything like that. And uh, uh, Bill, I'm going to call your Florida number later today. Uh, Judy wants you to have her phone number at the nursing home, and I don't want to give it out publicly oh, on the no, air. No, I got it. I got it. 
So I will, I will uh, call you. She has a phone in her room, and I will call you later with, with her number. And if you don't reach me because I happen to be out going to the drugstore in the bank or something, I'll call you back, okay? So Yeah. Hey, we missed Dave and Chris. What are they up to? I tuned in late. Oh, they're uh, they're there. Oh, you guys are quiet. No demo today. <laughs> we have a couple things on tap, but we have not received them yet. We've got two or three things waiting in the wings, but we have to get our hands on them first. Okay, very good. All right, yeah. thank you, Jerry. And, and we've also got Tim. We've okay. got a call that you might check from Debbie if if you want to do that one. Our friend Debbie from Lafayette. But go ahead, let's get Jeff. Do you want me to get Julie Julie first and then then you can get to Debbie? Julie, can you unmute yourself, please? I'm sorry to have you waiting so long. Go ahead, Julie. Okay. Well, I I thought it looked like it was unmuted, but it wasn't, and I ended up muting it again. I don't know what happened. But anyway, um, I have a steak and shake across town from me, and... You know, as far as knowing um, what's going on, what table they're going to. Now, at Steak and Shake, we just go sit at the table and they come and take our order there. And if they could put those kiosks at the tables and you go and sit at your table, that would make it a lot easier. Uh, Because if you go into a place, you might go in alone and couldn't pick a table because you wouldn't know what tables were occupied yet. Well, that's yeah. That's a, what is so special about steak and shake? We don't have any in New York, in New York, in upstate New York where I live. But what, what, everyone raves about it. That talks about it. Is what is it that you like about them? Well, uh, their hamburgers are good. They have good crispy edges, and and their shakes are good. I don't know what kind of a mix they use, but but their the ice cream or part of their shakes is very good, um, and they have. You know, uh, kind of thin, crispy French fries and good onion rings, and I guess that's kind of pretty much the things I've had there. I think their chili is probably pretty good. Um, and, well, and in Indiana, the cool thing is, if you go and dine in, then they serve you on glass dishes. Yes, they do. Where is that at, they, Jennifer? I miss steak and shake. Oh, of course. Now they don't have. Dine in anymore. Well, they talk about steak. Do they have steak there as well? Because they, it's a steak and shake. Do they have well, steak as well? Burgers. Steak, oh, burger. steak burgers. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah, that's why it's steak and shake. It's steak burgers, and they have been still. We've still been able to dine in here in Topeka. Yeah, they've um, stopped ours. And and about the casinos, um, <clears throat> I don't know much about gambling myself. Um, Because as United Methodists, we're not supposed to. Many do, but as pastors, you know, you really shouldn't. And so, but my former roommate, Virginia, she was going to have an eye procedure. And um, they wanted her to do a spend down and then Medicaid would pay for it. Well, she got there and found out she hadn't spent down enough yet. And she was really upset because she'd gone all the way there to do it and and she said, well, I'm either going to get drunk or go to the casino. So we went to the boat, the casino. And, <laughs> and of Are course, you? I I had to go with them. And so, but the machines, 
they they would talk to you. You know, you'd do something and they'd say, you know, good job or something, or I'm so proud of you. And it was just weird. Um, and so I was kind of surprised if the slot machines didn't talk to you, but, but the machines did. I mean, the games did. I don't know, Julie. Were you taking advantage of her getting drunk and going to the casino? No, I didn't gamble. <laughs> I followed them around. Yeah. And, the ga- and the games would, you know, would play music and the games would say things. And they'd say, and if you did well, they'd say things like, I'm so proud of you. It must have been the only encouragement some of those folks got ever. I don't know. Uh, that kept them going back. But that was really strange. And then this one person was doing this slot machine and apparently was really desperate because they weren't getting anything and they were kicking the machine and cussing and, and um, you know, and so when they got done, I said, now, if you girls had needed money and you needed to count on getting it, would you have been able to guarantee that you would have gotten anything, which, of course, they wouldn't, and, you know, they wouldn't. And I said, you know, you're taking a chance and if you lose... But Virginia had gotten to the point that when she went, she only took a certain amount of money in and she got parked by the valet so that it would have been a good deal of trouble to go out and get more. So when she, if she ran out of that money, she was done. Well, they say, Julie, that anytime you go to a gambling casino, you only take the, ma- the amount of money that you know that if you lose it, you've lost it. I mean, that, that's how I've always done it. So I said... This is how much I'm taking. If I lose, I lose. I'm not going into debt to go gambling. That, right. That's the best way oh, to do it. Yeah. I went on a uh, a gambling trip one time, and uh, this guy. Um, it was it was one of those bus trips where everybody's it's a chartered bus, and uh, the guy got on the bus at the end, and his wife was yelling at him, and he said, "She's mad at me because I." I gambled away our house payment. <gasps> oh, no. Thought, it's a wonder if she didn't. Again, that ha- and by the way, the slot machines are the biggest moneymaker for the casinos. And one of the tips they say is that if you're going to go to the slot machine, take the one that's at the beginning or, the, or at, at either end of the aisle. Because the one, they, they always pay out a little. They pay a little less, but they always pay out more often because they make the noises to try to get you to, to uh, play the slot machines. So, yeah. They're called one Because people bandits. see them, right? So the ones are the entrances and... The best week to go is the last week of the year between Christmas and New Year's because they have to settle up at the end of the year. So mm. there's better payouts that week. I love going to the one in Evansville. I asked, well, it's probably called something different now. Is it still in business, Mike? Yeah, well, yeah, it's still called Asdar, but it's different owners now. Right, so. but is it still in business? It's still there, yeah. You can still go down there. You can still go down there and... Play blackjack or whatever you want. Yeah. Again, yeah, no, our um, um, at Mystic Lake, they had some machines that actually told you it would say you've deposited a twenty dollar bill, which equals so many credits, whatever, depending on what kind of mm. machine it was. But that was pretty nice. I wish. But a lot of those went away again, so I don't know what no, happened. No. Well, you know, I, I don't see why slot machines can't be made accessible, or, or these things can be made accessible to and I agree. But then I had a friend of mine who said, well, blind people shouldn't gamble. I said, well, well then sighted people shouldn't gamble. What's a, that, that, that's a stereotype. Yeah, that, that's horrible. Exactly. 
Now, I shouldn't gamble because I don't want, I don't like gambling that much because I don't like losing money. But I like to gamble occasionally. But but I had but I you do, so do a friend every of mine who, week, Jeff. You gamble. I would love if I could do it every week. I'd do it, Bill. But I I don't have the money to do it every week. And second you, of all. You I mean, do like, it every just, week, Jeff. That's right. But Tim just talked about the, the person who gambled out the house payment. I mean, that, that's that that is when it becomes a sickness. It really. I mean, when you really have certain comes. company come, Jeff, you do it every You're single. You're darn week. right, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill you, Bill. <laughs> I know. Do we, Tim? You want to play Debbie's before we? Yeah. Thank you, Julie. Reveal too much mm-hmm. here, and thank you, Julie. <laughs> yep. Here you go. Good morning, everybody on the Coffee Club. This is Debbie in Lafayette, Indiana. And you're talking about rail bills and such as that. Um, I bank, my husband and I bank with Regions Bank, and I'm not advertising for them. We've had our problems with them. But anyway, I get a Braille bank statement every month. Now, it's maybe a couple weeks behind, but it has been very helpful to me in several situations, and I really appreciate it. And Jenny, if you braille that, thank you. I don't know who brailed it. <laughs> but anyway, I thought I'd let you all know that. Bye-bye. Very good, Debbie. Uh, she's taking advantage of a service that can be taken advantage of. So... You know, well, you know what they say, Bill. But if you don't use it, you lose it. And I think we should take advantage of the services that are available like well, that. And I have to give Chase credit, Chase Bank, because they, well, the first time this year when we got our new credit card, a few weeks later they sent us a braille sleeve to stick the card in that had the card number and the expiration date and the security code on it. It was pretty cool. No, that that that's a good idea. I mean, to do things like that because with things like IRA, we've got some tax papers to sign, and now we can do that with IRA. And there's just so many things. Um, that is true, Bill. You were talking about you guys were talking about uh, gambling, and a and a very good friend of mine, his wife. Went to, and his name was Bill, by the way. <laughs> but anyway, the, uh, his wife went to Vegas, and she kept making these trips to Vegas, and she ran a bill up to $90,000. Oh, my. And they got a divorce on their wedding anniversary. Nine, he, she, she was ninety. She got them ninety thousand dollars in debt. Is that what you're saying, Dave? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. You know that drive you. Oh my! Jeff would have the big one over that. <laughs> I, oh, good lord! I wouldn't want to be that much in debt. Pam, can you? Uh, you just? Uh, I know you wanted to say something. Go ahead, Pam. Yeah, quickly. Uh, talking about braille bills, I get my electricity. My cell bill, my phone bill, it, even my Blue Cross stuff in Braille. And uh, Jenny, if you're responsible for any of that, thank you. It's T-Mobile that does uh, my Braille bill. We get our gas bill in Braille, but boy, it took an act of Congress. I just, wow. Yeah, for, I what it, for what it's worth, I just wanted everyone to know that cell carrier mm-hmm. will give you real bills. Well, I would say uh, 
tip of the hat goes to you for taking advantage of some services that are available and you're using it. So hats off to you because, you know, that's that's pretty cool. Take advantage of of the stuff that we do have available and people just don't do it. They just typically wait till maybe somebody comes or whatever the case may be. And you can't always depend on other people to help you out sometimes. And that, that can be a real pr- frustrating thing. I was thinking, Jennifer, instead of brailing my utility bill, I thought maybe you could pay it instead. But I guess that's ah, not going to Ah, yeah. See, you're always wanting me to pay your bills, Jeff. Jeff reminds <laughs> you of the poor little dog. We were talking about dogs earlier that just kind of keeps hanging around and hoping, <clears throat> hoping you'll do something for him. That's why we haven't <laughs> fed him. We're afraid he won't leave. That's true, Chris. <laughs> like a stray cat. Yeah. That's what they always say about a stray cat. Right. Once you feed it, it's yours. There you go. Hey, I want to mention this before we go here in a few minutes or new recipes or whatever, but uh, you'd ask for the link for the pot player. The website is potplayer.dom, D-A-U-M, dot net. So it's not too hard, but... Uh, potplayer.dom.net. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a good thing. Mike, you're... Audio is just outstanding. Now you've got it really, really working. Yeah, this is the called the Zoom PodTrack P4. I think we talked about it a little bit. Uh, it's a $200 device, and it's designed for podcasters. And it's four microphone inputs, or you can have your iPhone uh, hooked up to it so you can record calls and send audio to your iPhone or in a computer. And you can have your speech going without it picking it up. Or you can... Have it record your speech if you were doing a demo or something. So that's what this tool is. Well, it sounds real, real good. And people interested in a good quality sound, that does sound real good. Um, but, yeah, we can do that. And then you come back and we'll talk sometime about the how to get TV stations on this. And your, yeah, maybe I could do a demo or something if people would be interested in that. And uh but I figured out a little bit more myself. I mean, I've got it working, but when I really get under the hood, and it's got so many options in it. But are they pretty much accessible? Well, it's it's one of these apps, and someone mentioned, I guess, like Foobar, where you don't think it does that much, but it has because it doesn't have menus and it doesn't have like a bar that you tab through, but just all the letters on your keyboard do things. You know, all your letters of the alphabet and you know numbers and. They all make changes in the app. So, you know what I'm saying? It's it's one of those, when you first get anything, oh, okay, this doesn't really do very much. But... Well, how do you figure out what each key does? That that's Well, I, I just looked on, I, I Googled or I went back to the website and found a list of like 80 different hotkeys. Because F5 is your preferences, so that's kind of important because that's where you can go in and, you know make a lot of changes to optimize it the way it, it's a it's a geeky tool you know i mean i guess you don't have to geek out on it you could just it's got built-in normalization so everything's kind of the same volume if you like that so it just has but a lot you of cool could record that, a radio station you're listening to if you wanted to yes you can hit alt c and record audio or video so yeah but no, you had the legend on and you played that rare song that Jerry wanted to hear. You could just sit there and hit Alt-C and just record it or record your show or whatever. Or record the coffee club. Yep, you sure can. Um, no, that, that'd be good. Now, you just need a, a timer like Jeff would want where you could schedule 
a um, recording and yeah i don't see that built into it but you could probably there's something in windows called a task schedule or something yeah you you'd, probably, have to, you'd have to start the player up in advance because uh and, and have it all set up but if you, if you tell it to start at a certain time that would work fine yeah i think you could do that before we go to chris's uh recipes jeff you remember that little program called red button you know you and i are the only ones that probably use this thing bill and we both loved it because i could be in any computer i, I could be at work when that was out and i could schedule a recording of a radio station through tune in and it would work fantastic it just was it just worked oh man that was it and we paid for it and then they took it away the turkey took it away and i had just paid for it about a month earlier or something <laughs> that's a story of our lives jeff it certainly is. Chris, we're hungry. This is a turtle dump cake where chocolate, yeah, caramel, and pecans come lately, together. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds really good. I've not made this one, but this one would work, I know, because it's a Betty Crocker recipe, and they're all tested in the Betty Crocker kitchen. One box, 3.4 ounce package of Jello instant pudding and pie filling mix. One and a half cups of milk. Three fourths cup of caramel sauce. One box chocolate fudge cake mix. One and a half cups of dark chocolate. That could be, well, chips is what they suggest. One half cup chopped pecans. One-fourth cup chocolate frosting from a 16-ounce can. You heat oven to 350 degrees. Spray 9 by 13-inch pan with nonstick cooking spray. In large bowl, beat your pudding mix and your eggs for two minutes. Stir in one-half cup of the caramel sauce. Stir in cake mix and one cup of the chocolate chips. Spread batter evenly in your pan. Sprinkle pecans on top. Then sprinkle the other half cup of chocolate chips on top of that. Bake 33 to 38 minutes or until toothpick inserted comes out reasonably clean. It's not going to be perfectly clean, but mostly clean. Cool at least 15 minutes before serving. When you're ready to serve in a small microwave bowl... Microwave your frosting for 10 seconds at a time until it is um, liquidy enough to drizzle. Using a fork, drizzle it over the cake and then also the remaining one quarter cup of caramel sauce. You drizzle that over too. What I would probably do is mix them together so you could do one drizzle and be done with it. But that's not what the recipe says. And you use a large spoon for serving because it's going to be rather gooey and refrigerate what you don't eat. Chris, why do you do this? To every time I, I just gained 10 pounds, you know. Now, to, next week we'll have a fruit dump cake recipe, uh, the traditional dump cake. But then after that, we'll go on to something else. And we can dump that subject. No. <laughs> There's a lot of good <laughs> recipes out there that can do that. Um, most of your recipes, Chris, that you find, do you find that you get them better out of reading books or do you go to your computer and I go to the computer or the iPhone and type away and 
How do you get them on the iPhone? Do you have an apps that have the recipes? Do you search no, for them? No, I just... I basically just tell Siri what I want, and if I want it from a certain site, I'll do a search for uh, Betty Crocker dump cake recipes or something like that. And then I'll either... But the problem with the phone is you can share a link with your email if you want to and get it on the computer that way. But usually what I do is I just I just type it out. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. What about supermarket shortcuts? Dave, uh, the guy in the QVC, uh, David Venable, talks about a lot about that. Do you, do you like the idea of using supermarket shortcuts? When oh, you yeah. Stuff? Well, I use those a lot. What is that? What is that? Supermarket shortcuts say if you want to, um, let's see. Okay, if you want to make a chocolate icebox pie, you might use pudding mix and milk, but your supermarket shortcut might be a bought graham cracker crust. Oh, okay. Okay, I kind of get what you mean. It's adding some convenience mixes or foods into it or... Uh, you know, you could. There's lots of supermarket shortcuts. That's just the first one I could think of. Yeah, I can't remember. I've I've seen that before somewhere where you could just add every ingredient to make a particular recipe. You can. There are some sites you can go to, and it'll say, "What ingredients do you have on hand?" And you either either check boxes or they're edit fields, and then you type, search for recipe, and it'll find. 10 million things you can make if you have donuts and ham and whatever. I think even Google Home will do that. I've done that with it. Just told it, here's what I've got. And it gave me some recipe ideas. Even those those biscuits you can buy from the store, you know, the ones you bake in the oven, the Pillsbury biscuits, you can use those in a lot of recipes. Oh, yeah. Or frozen biscuits. Well, we're going to talk more about this in the coming weeks, but Jennifer is really sold on this um, for certain tasks. This Amazon microwave, air fry, bake, whatever. She's kind of sold on that oven, right, Jennifer? I am. I really like it. Well, I've been thinking about buying one, so I paid heat when you talked about it. Yeah, I think you're... You know, I'm not going to tell you it's going to do everything that that June does. It's not designed to do everything that June does. Right. But But we don't do everything that June does the majority of the time anyway. But but it is a available product that some people can use and will be able to use, you know. But it's not meant to be a June. There's no comparison, you know, but but it does do certain things and does them quite well. So, anyway, we're just about ready to wrap it up. Um, remember, of course, we'll be on, Tim will be on next and be on tomorrow, and we've got all things radio, where Jeff and I, we never know what we're going to come up with. And Saturday, I know, of course, Pam's show Friday night and Steve's and and the immigrant and then Saturday morning we'll be doing the 16th one six 
uh, anniversary show here on The Legend. I'll be doing the country show. So we'll just have a lot of fun. Okay, I think it's about time. We'll see if we make any progress today on getting things repaired. Thank everybody for their input. So I guess it's time to go.